You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey, this is Mike. A few months back, I was given the assignment of creating a new promo for the Air Station One podcast. I figured I had a ton of time, but I kind of got distracted. Go figure. And we realized we had somehow missed our deadline. Hi. So... Here I am late at night trying to figure out something creative to get you to listen to our show. I guess I could just use my announcer voice. Listen to the Earth Station One podcast. For almost nine years, we've been bringing your inner geek out to play. We're a founding member of the ESO Network, and you can find us up on most media players like iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever fine podcasts are found. I think that might work. Hello and welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show Podcast. I'm your host, the Monster, back to give you Mr. Gene. Why is today different from all other days? Because, my dear Monster, today is the day that we are recording the 200th episode of our wonderful show. And we're going to try something completely new that we've never tried before. What, record outside? No, we've done that. We've tried that before. No, no, today we're going to do... Uh, well, kind of, I guess, an odd commentary where I'm going to actually debate with you the merits of a film that you don't like, but that I, I truly enjoy. And what perchance could that movie be, Gene? <laughs> that movie, my dear friend, is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Ah, by Mr. Edgar Wright. Yes, indeed. Edgar Wright and written by Brian Lee O'Malley. Yes. So, uh, some mm-hmm. weird trivia about this movie. Yes. Uh, just to, to set up a little preamble. So... The original concept behind this movie, there's two premises, okay? The first was, what if, after a life of, thank you, playing <laughs> fighting games, someone confronted you with uh, the ability to actually fight like a Street Fighter character, all right? So mm-hmm. that's the first concept. So that's why you have all these great visual effects, yes. all the versus things, yes. the idea of uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which I think is the title of the second graphic novel. There's six, Correct. but it's, it's a wider, expansive thing than that. Yes. The second concept behind this is that Brian Lee O'Malley, when he was dating his future wife, I think Sharon, uh, learned that she dated three different guys named Matthew. <laughs> so from this, the idea of the League of Evil Exes came up. Okay. It's going to be the League of Evil Matthews, but whatever, it's fine. It works out. So it's an interesting premise to me. Um, some origin on this. So there's uh, a shot in the movie where uh, Scott Pilgrim's wearing a shirt that says Plum Tree. Plum Tree is an all-indie rock band that first released the song called Scott Pilgrim, on their 1988 album, Predicts the Future, uh, which was the inspiration for Brian Lee O'Malley to create the graphic novel character. Got so it. that's kind of where it came from. All right, cool. Um, I don't think I have too much else on this, but I really enjoy this film. And let me ask you, Monty, why do you not uh, like this movie? All right. Much like other projects that Edgar Wright has done, like Hot Fuzz and um, what's the zombie one? I'm blanking out. Shot of the Dead? Shot of the Dead. And, of course, Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as if I don't appreciate his work. It's just there are certain elements of this movie that just did not work for me. And when you have the lead played by Michael Sarah, which I, I've mentioned before, I like him a great deal as an actor. And all his movies are going to be similar type of quirky, nerdy 
introverted character. Yeah, he's a little awkward. He's 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 perfectly awkward. Right. Uh, the thing is that he was always going to be in this movie because he, while uh, Edgar Wright was filming Hot Fuzz, yeah, he was watching Arrested Development. And that's where he got the idea to cast Michael Sarah. So he wrote it kind of for right. and Michael Sarah. And it's and it's right there. I see it too. I, I couldn't have disagreed more. It's the portrayal of how whiny he is, even more so in this movie than any other movie. Uh, I think that's what kind of threw me off because, and we've talked about this too, is that if you're going to be invested into a movie, especially when there's a character that we're supposed to be uh, Lynch pinched to the movie and fall in love with the lead Ramona. I didn't feel anything between Ramona and Scott Pilgrim and Michael Sarah and Elizabeth Mary Winstead, right? Yeah. Yes. Mary, Mary Elizabeth <coughs> Winstead. Mary, sorry, yeah. got dyslexia. Uh, but that's a problem. So I didn't feel like there was any chemistry between there at all because I didn't like his performance. His performance, I will admit to you, is strange. It, it, I was watching it and so Scott Pilgrim's character is supposed to be 22 years old. Yes. Right? Dating a high school. Right. Dating a high school. Nice Cho is 17 years old, to yes. which I'm like, oh, that's weird. Is that legal? Is well, that... it depends on the state. But the thing is that, that, that he, he clearly says that they, they're not having intimacies. No, no. He, they, they're holding hands, maybe right. kissing, and it's, it's sweet. And, and the thing is that Nice Cho does, does have a point where she's like, you know, he's like, I'm too old for you. He's like, my my dad is like nine years older than my mom. It's fine. So that's a cultural thing that was like, oh, that's interesting. Right. Okay. Right. So the minute that you graduate of high school, you should not be dating high school, even though it's just like a year or two after you just graduated. Like, why shouldn't I? And but it's just more like, it was appropriate to date while you're in high school, but it's inappropriate when you're out of high school dating someone in high school. So it's kind of that's a, but that's a, a stereotype. It is, isn't it? It's not. It doesn't have to be true. Right. I mean, if it's going to work, it's going to work. If you actually have the happily ever after together, that's fine. The thing about this movie, though, is that they started filming this. Uh, Brian Lee O'Malley had only written a drawn two uh, issues already. So the rest of the script was not quite firm. And there's a lot of altered endings right. in this movie that are interesting. Like, uh, not, well, this is a spoilers thing, but he ends up with, uh, with Ramona Flowers at the end. But there was an altered ending where he ends up with knives. Okay. So it, they weren't really sure where they were going with it. Right. And when I looked at Knives Chow with Scott and reading the book, I'm like, no, I say Knives Chow was yes. a better fit for Scott rather than Ramona. I, I will admit when I was watching this yesterday to, to, to get my notes and stuff, I was like, yeah, Scott, Scott doesn't grow. He doesn't really learn to like the very end anything. He doesn't change. Right. And he's completely apathetic. Right. Because uh, I think that the humor about the thing is that we all kind of get lost, and he's only 22. You know, right. and we're, and we, we're, we're, we're a lot, still not we're a lot more experienced. Right. It's like, You're not yeah. men of the world yet, just because you just graduated high school. No, you have a certain perception that you think you're a man of the world. But 22, it's nothing like when we are right now, which is in our, well, I'm in my 50s, and you will be there in the next year or two. Won't that be grand? <laughs> so we're twice his age, practically. Yeah, but it's still, for me, the movie still represents a lot of fun. Uh, mm. I mean, I mean, come on! This this star's got what two Avengers in it? It's got Superman in it. Brie Larson is in it. Brie Larson's in it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, as Envy Adams, it's great. I uh, mean, Brandon Ralph is in it. Right, Superman. And uh, wait, wasn't you've got a woman who took down a Jedi <laughs> and made him break his cause? You yeah. Know? Well, the only thing that I said that I really loved is all the fight sequences. 
that was the highlight of the whole movie. So if I had to get through all this, the boring part of trying to develop a relationship between Scott and Romana or Nimes Child, I'm like, it's it but wears I, on you. I, I mean, the thing is, for me, it reminded me of a time when I was younger, mm. and I wasn't sure what, what what I was doing, but I was still, you know, I was still becoming a man of potential in this world, you know. I was I was still learning things I could do, and right. Scott Pilgrim kind of goes through that a little bit, but he, he is the apathy though right. is is problematic. Right, and I think too is that because when we watch this movie, depending on where we are in our lives, it hits you just right, or it doesn't. And I'm kind of hoping that when I rewatch it, because it's been I think I only watched it once, right, that. It didn't work on me. So maybe after all these years and me being in a different mind space, so to speak, um, it might play better on me now that we're watching to do this for the 200th episode. Well, I hope so. And I, I, I watched it again last night, and I understood why I liked it so much. Okay. Even though, again, the weirdness about the ages with Scott Pilgrim and, and the, the kind of weird cheating aspect he does, which that's also something like... Yeah, you have you ever been in that situation where you've kind of got two girls and you're kind of like, I'm not sure which one. Oh, that I... happens to me all the time. Gene. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it does. Uh, <laughs> That's why they call me the man of action. We don't call you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we say that to you in front of you, but when you turn your back, we're just like, bah. Uh, non-action. <laughs> non-action figure. Reaction. Uh, all right. Yeah. So um, if you're going to be playing along... If you want to, we're going to start the movie, and, and I'll give you a countdown. But we're actually going to be doing commentary on the whole movie. So you won't so, be able to keep track anyway, really. But Well, hopefully we can. And and just, just to let you know, this may happen. Because we're in a park, I may have to go to the bathroom. So Mr. Gene will have to carry the show. Oh, yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> or vice versa. You need to go smoke. I don't know. I don't care. Cigarettes. But, right. <laughs> or cigarettes, yeah. But we're going to do this in basically one take. So we can keep in time, hopefully, with the beginning of this. Step in time. Step in Mary time. Poppins. Stop doing that, man. God damn it. I hate that. Charles Wallace. Movie and then Charles Wallace. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, these are just... Pet peeves that he's that just uh, open like salt wounds. So, just so the thing in. is, like this movie's got a lot of Easter eggs in it. So many Easter eggs. Um, the the X's. There's a whole bunch of X's in this movie. When you see the the the, the legal legal X's, they'll be like number one. The first one will have another. He points with one finger. Um, Chris Evans. He's the second evil X. He points with two fingers. Okay. And they're, they're it's layered throughout the entire movie. It's really really rich with that stuff. A lot of Easter eggs. A lot of pop culture stuff. Okay, so again, I'm hoping that I will have a better time now that I have some more information. Um, so at this point, if you have the DVD in your uh, collection, collection, you can find it somewhere, or you're going to be streaming, thing. we're going to hit play, and I'll do a countdown up to from five down to one. So in five, four, turn the sound on. That would work. Turn it on. Okay, sorry. Let's start over again. So five, four, three. Two, one. Play okay. movie. Here we go. <laughs> Which is a nice little homage to the, the video it's, game. It's PG-13. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, I, again, I've been kind of not necessarily preparing as much as Gene, which I love this opening theme This song. opening, this, this was, uh, it was a test thing yeah. that they did. And then when I saw this, I remember I thought, this is something special. I thought, it's really clever. It's 8-bit. Right. 
So when I was listening to the soundtrack, and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot that they did this. And that's where I'm like, okay, fingers crossed that this might be something good. And Now, is it the study in Canada off-putting? No, not for me. They, they actually make a joke about it because uh, can they hear the, the dialogue or no? No, they can't hear All the right. dialogue. So the, the second... The, the thing is, they make it the second uh, when he fights Chris Evans. They're they're in Toronto, but there's a backdrop of New York that they rip through, and that's a joke, oh, saying okay. that they film a lot of New York movies, right? Set right, in New York, exactly. quote unquote, in Toronto. Got it. And I forgot her name, Allison Pill. Yes. Uh, which I like a lot. Yeah, I know you've seen the pictures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but she really kind of embodies certain uh, looks from the actual comic. And even the way she stands is almost the exact same kind of stances as in the comics. So it's kind of cool to see that because some of the things is that if you try to adapt uh, source material like a manga and they try to reproduce that in a real life action, it looks off. You know, mm -hmm. like the hair is draped down a certain way or they walk a certain way. Stylized, it doesn't work. But Nice Child coming in here, very cute. She is cute. She's adorable. So that's where I'm like... And she's so insecure, and she, she also is growing. I mean, yeah, it's that coming-of-age kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So now, the, the obviously, the sex bomb Sex bomb um, Yeah, that's uh, the name of the bomb. It's a reference to uh, the Nintendo video game Super Mario Brothers 2. The game features an enemy character uh, named... Uh, Bob Babam. Bob -ba that looks like a small round little bomb that kind of has a ah. lip fuse and eggs and walks around legs and walks around with eyes, and that's the, the why is uh, the the band's name that? Oh, okay. So again, I, th I thought it was kind of weird about the the song, but I'm like, that's because I never played the damn game. I think that's a great question. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so the Tetris. What do you play? It's great. <laughs> So we're now in the opening credits of this movie. Um, if you study these, if you, I don't know if you want to at some point, but the, in the background of the opening credits, uh, there's a little symbolism of every character that shows up with the cast. Yeah, and like little lightning is pulsing out yeah, with the, the music, effects. which is kind of, kind of cool. I've always thought that was fun. And the long room. Uh, Edgar Wright made everyone learn to play their instruments. Uh, nice. And Michael Sarah actually had to play down because he only knew how to play bass, evidently. Okay. But they're all actually playing their instruments, much to their chagrin. See, the Chris Evans has got the skateboard in it. Yeah. Little things. Oh, Anna Kendrick. Splash. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Wow. A Pitch Perfect girl. Yes. And a girl who plays <coughs> Star Wars Battlefront. Which I don't know why. <laughs> Albert Plaza, I forgot she's in there. Probably. Yeah, it's a lot of great cameos. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Also, it's great. And that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy. This is the uh, Mae Whitman is uh, the girlfriend of Michael Sarah, I think, in Arrested Development. She got cast in this as well, which is interesting. Okay. She plays the fourth evil ex, which is great in this. I think that's my favorite fight, actually. So I'm just waiting for the credits to finish. Uh, we should keep <laughs> going. So... 
So the name of Sex Bomb has two members, uh, Stephen Stills and Young Neil. These characters, their names are called Crosby, Stills, and Nash, uh, and Young, and that, that's where they got the name. They fused the names from Young Neil, uh, Neil Young, and Stephen Stills. That's the basis for those names. Mm, okay. And then in Star Trek V, Cybot comes out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 so, so now I've chosen as in, as in love with the band and mm -hmm. Scott Pilgrim. It, have you ever been in an experience like that, Monty, where you, uh, where you, you've fallen for someone in a band, or you've understood music a little bit better in a live performance? Uh, it's it's not so much like I saw them in person. Well, no, I did kind of see them, but it was back in the day when Prince had the Revolution, uh -huh. and you had Wendy and Lisa in the background. <laughs> Wendy was super hot playing the guitar. And I'm like, I was all about Wendy. And then later on, when the two of them split, I like Wendy and Lisa that much more. But it was just more like, not so much I appreciate the music more, but I'm like, I still love what they did together. So it's just a weird fascination about the, 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 the way that you're playing that music and the attitude that comes off it. That just kind of like, it's indescribable. But have you had exposure to, to, to grunge band music or music like this? Live no, music? nothing, not on that caliber. Because when we were in Borders back in the 90s, that's when the Seattle scene kind of hit a lot more. Like it came to our li li uh, library branch. It came to our store. And like everyone start, started addressing the whole grunge scene. And I'm like, that was never my thing. Well, it doesn't have to be that. The, the idea is, is the live music aspect of it. I mean, performance is, is an amazing thing. Uh, when you can stand up in a mic or you, if you write your own songs, that's great. If you can perform a song, some of the radio, and it captures a moment for mm -hmm. someone in the audience, that's a great thing. It, it can be a lot of fun. So you, you don't have that. Not in that sense. Because this, this, this is kind of a, this movie is kind of, it's music based. And about the bands constantly happens in this. Right. And there's well, no, no, never take that back. Because we did, um, I was a Borders party in which Jimmy the Brain mm -hmm. played. <coughs> with his band and they named a song after you it was called so Fari, so goody oh god and in which it was something about what you did that pissed james off so he dedicated that song to you but he played in this large house so it was kind of the exact same -ish i moment. barely remember that yeah improv yeah <laughs> that's great <laughs> open mic that's... so shout out to uh jimmy the brain there for that yes. song yes so Wallace, Wallace Wade, is that the game's character to come up? I love that that it's Macaulay Culkin's brother, I think. Okay. Right, yeah. He actually turns out to be one of my favorite characters. He is good. The, the funny thing about this movie <coughs> to me is that all of Scott's friends are his friends. That mm. throughout the entire film, even though um, Wallace is an alcoholic and he's gay, which is fine in this movie, it's fine. Right. Sex is fine. He, he never fails... Giving Scott good advice yes. the entire thing. Yes, he does. And then, of course, this is going to be interesting because I have the DDR at work now that I'm playing during my game time mm -hmm. at the library. A lot of kids don't even know what the hell that is. Well, it's kind of a very. This is a variant of Dance Dance Revolution. Right. So the whole Dance Dance Revolution, no one really understands. At least the younger kids understand. Oh, you use your feet to to make this. You got to use your hands. <coughs> no, so it's Back to Future Two. I, yeah. No. That. 
So it, it's kind of dated because that's the technology since then mm-hmm. is completely different as far as gaming. Now you've read the graphic novels on yes. this, haven't you? Mm-hmm. So do you see the 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 the, the, what, the way they're capturing things? Yes, because it's, it's it's exactly the same shots ripped out of the pages of, right, of the graphic yeah. novel things. It's great. Which goes back to the whole thing, like when you have anime that tr- uh, tries to mimic what it does in the, in the mangas. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. <clears throat> or at least if you do live action, it comes out horrible. Because, it, again, it's a little translation and sometimes that other medium just can't capture it correctly. So this is funny. The class of Demon Head, he throws the thing down and it throws it by Beck, the Beck section. Mm-hmm. Beck did most of the songs for this movie. Okay. Although I do not know who Beck is. No, I'm sorry. I should know. No, but I remember having you know that kind of jacket growing up. <laughs> with a little fake little fur parka, you know, you put over your head. So you, you grew up on Hoth? Yeah, and we had Tauntauns all the time. You know, I've never seen a baby Tauntaun. Are they, are they cute? Are they? They're delicious. Are they? Yeah. Like better or worse than porks? I don't know, but, you know, you give them a one, two, three crack in the head, boom. They're out cold. Serve them up cold. Okay, Scott Pilgrim has just admitted he's never kissed a guy. And I've chose says, never kissed a guy. And mm. Scott's like, hey, me neither. It's <laughs> cute. There's an X here, a yeah. bunch of X on his jacket. Like the Batcave. Or the Little Rascals. <laughs> or the Treehouse. Treehouse. Yeah, right across the street. So does it bother you in this movie that there's no parents at all? There's no. no. No, because at that time, you feel like you're able to take care of yourself anyway. Yeah, true. And they're always working anyway. So it's always been like, well, you're home for dinner. Well, then I'm eating and then we're off to bed. Next morning, I don't see them all day until I see them that night. First appearance of Ramona Flowers. Yeah. And again, I like the character of Ramona. I think she's kind of cool. I, I really like her character. All of her dialogue said flat and yeah. I get the idea of, of going somewhere new and trying to get a fresh start Yeah, you know and even though you may have had some strange romantic dalliances mm-hmm. it's kind of okay because they, they're just kissing at this point I don't know if they're having sex but the thing is though that Ramona does say because Scott continues to hit on her right. takes her back to her place and they're about to they could yeah hey look the library Monty, is that your is that your thing? Is that your, <laughs> your No, you see everything is all neat. Yeah. <laughs> Not my library. Because <laughs> the kids just wreck my sections. I'm gonna rock in that steampunk look. Mm. Two, we wouldn't allow you to have skates. So you yeah. want to be allowed to do that. Well, she, she, just, she just came in the lobby. <laughs> I love that. I love the way that, that these just cuts. Just, you know, Scott, you played one song, the entire yeah. song. I love Knives showing her shyness, you know. I'll be quieter. Mm. And these cuts... (laughs) 
And this is just hipster talk. Yeah. Who's named Komu? Coke Zero. So Scott is the Zero boyfriend. He's okay. Zero. Got it. Have you ever stalked a girl at a party, Monty? There are girls at parties? <laughs> what kind uh, of parties do you go to? The kind that no one invites me to. <laughs> the kind where my older sister had to invite me to be like chaperone as the younger kid. And I had to, oh, yeah, geez. just watch your sister. Dude. Uh, I don't want to. Bring your brother. Uh, yeah, it, it's always going to be that awkward look across the room. Like, who's going to make the first move? And then you waste the entire night, and then you get that one moment, and like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then something comes along the way, and like, damn it, there goes my moment. I think this is funny that Scott tries his Pac-Man line in his yeah. original thing, and yep. it doesn't work out because he's so nervous. He's just not flying. Yeah. You ever tried this, Monty? You ever had this blow up in I your don't, face? I don't have um, an opening line, Gene. That's the problem. Now, would I open up with Pac-Man knowledge? Probably not. Well, if she were dorkable. Adorkable. That's the other thing. You wouldn't want to look for some kind of hint that you can just look on a person or look at something that they're doing. Is she wearing an R2-D2 dress? Does she have a sonic screwdriver pendant on her, on her Anything. Necklace? Something. Give some, me an opening. A, a thing that you can, like, jump into. Nothing like that here. Yeah. <laughs> just a cool girl with, yeah. with odd colored hair. So now Scott's interrogating his friends yeah. for more information about. And honestly, back then, you know, when I had a lot more friends, that's the kind of thing you would do is find out about, is she available? Do you know what she's like? And, uh, because you don't know. So that's a whole different level that. This is how we communicate in the 20th century, isn't it? That's there was no so last thing. century. Yeah. That's like so Raven. Oh. <laughs> uh, Aubrey Plaza. Something about those glasses and that attitude. Her, her description is she has issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, she does have issues. <laughs> I love the way that, that the world darkens around her. <laughs> I forbid you from ever hitting on a motor of flowers. Ah, <laughs> uh, solo cups. So these are Holly and I think Kim. Well, yeah, Kim's here. <laughs> just, <laughs> these are just secondary characters in the uh, right. graphic novel. The world darkens. <laughs> you know, again, a lot of the stylized uh, shots is what Edgar Wright does a lot in his movies. Mm -hmm. Um so, <laughs> the key's being thrown out. I know, I love it. Guess he's drunk. I guess Wallace, yeah. you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, I, I think, like, up to this point, it's like, he is kind of in his elements, and, and nothing's wrong with it. It's just when he starts, I think, from this point on, going down this road of having to be with Ramona, that's where the problem, I think, starts to fall apart for me. Well, he's not, he's with knives, but that's... Right, but that's, that's secondary. 
which is unfortunate. It should yeah. be primary. If right. that's, yeah, but you know, you've had that happen. You're, you're with someone, you're in a stable relationship, and then yeah. you're never more attractive than when you're in a relationship. Which is the uh, like, why is that the case? Because I, you have more, more confidence. Yeah, exactly. I would guess. But you don't get the confidence unless you're with the girl. And if you're not, if you don't have the confidence, you'll never get the girl. You'll never goes, kiss the girl. No, sorry, it's terrible. Wow, we're doing Little Mermaid. Well, it's, uh, we're watching a pop culture movie, so you got to throw these references in. Sure, why not? Oh my God, you well. Well. <laughs> this is funny. This is funny to me. This is weird. So Scott Pilgrim gets a. Uh, uh, email from Matthew Patel. He's not even dating Ramona yet. Mm-hmm. She, he's just noticed her, but it's already, it's like a future event. Right. So there's a little a little weird foreshadowing here, but I'll I'll forgive it. Because he hadn't even started dating Ramona yet. He's just interested at this point. But again, it was just like anyone who catches wind of something. Yeah. I, I, I can easily see that. I can see you. <laughs> I can see my house from here. <laughs> when did this movie come out? Uh, th- 2011, 2010, somewhere in that area. Okay. And it was really still- Wiley Pomona. I was in New York at the time. Big banners in Times Square. Yeah. But I think I saw it down here when I was in Miami. Yeah. And this is another thing. Record stores. <laughs> no one's going to know what the hell that is. Yeah, it's a shot straight out of uh, yeah. the, the graphic novel Do Not Sit. And now he's already distracted. Think about Ramona. But I don't know. He he does break up with Nyes pretty early on. Yeah, of course. Because he wants to move on. This is the foreshadowing of Nega. Nega Scott. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Do you want to keep going? He's and, and, the, and the countdown going on. Right, seven, yeah. six, five. Yeah, it's good. There's your eye. Yeah. I do like the competitive nature of this movie. I mean, it drives the movie. Um, Ellen Wong, the woman who plays Knives Show in this, made two of her own homemade sex bomb t-shirts. Yeah. One of them which she's wearing here, the other one features in the deleted scenes. Hmm. This according to IMDb. <laughs> according. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't there. I love that. That Asianist. I will promise I'll try and do everything I can get out of study mm-hmm. group. Yes, you as a, an educated Asian person would, but okay. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, me growing up, you know, around that same kind of time period, I would never be into pop music or bands like this because I was never that kid. I wasn't either, but it, it, it doesn't have to be. I mean, for me, my, my connection to this was karaoke. Yeah, that's true. I, I know what it's like to right. be on stage and... Uh, to, to hold someone's attention, to get right. people to dance through your songs. I've been doing it for like over over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And now I fear it. But that's just because of social growth. Backward social growth. Eh, what are you going to do? 
Dream sequence. Yeah, it's never explained that <laughs> that he's got this super highway going through his head, this mental super highway thing. So Yeah, it's a subsex highway. Like, what? <laughs> See, that's the normal Michael Sarah. Yeah. And it this scene is fine. This is not too over the top. This is not too whiny, but it's just more like the nervousness, like no, that wasn't me. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I, I want to do this. You, Can you play the same this? character in Juno. Yes, yeah. I. Right. So, please hang out. All right, they shot this over 30, 31 times. That shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in the DVD commentary. Oh, deleted scenes, whatever. So I think this, this is really beautiful. I like this. I mean, I, I. When I saw this, I was living in New York, and there are scenes like this. White, barren snow, mm -hmm. beautiful hills. Yes. And it's quiet. And, and openness. Yes. Yeah. I didn't understand that till New York. Yeah. The minute I hear, well, he was a friend. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. know. I uh, uh, no, I, I don't want to get into that. I know you think about that. I mean, when you're young, remember being young, and you you sex was a new thing, or having hair, and that was a new thing. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now it's back hair and no sex. <laughs> I got hair on my armpits and stuff. That's just. A... <laughs> you know how many times to shave my hands? What? No, your palms, you mean. That, that's like, no, because I'm, I'm receding. I see. Even that's receding. Anyway. All right, so here's a question to you. When I was dating my... Well, back before we got married, my wife and I, uh, we went out. She called it a date date. Date date. Date date. Which is a date that you're not really calling it a date... But you're just going out. So it's not an official date, but it's a date date. When he says, is that a date? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, well, by her definition, that's more like a date date. Women are complicated preachers, Monty. Women? What are these women's you speak of? Women are just, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, in my opinion, as, as an aspiring gentleman, as always aspiring to be a better gentleman, a woman, it's always a woman's choice, you know? Mm. And the thing is that there's always the insecurity of being a man of like, well, I'm the one who's supposed to ask her out and do all these things, right? right. But it's, it's a consensual thing. The, the idea is you shouldn't worry about that. You should worry about chemistry, you know, yes. which you don't think Ramona and Scott Pilgrim have, which maybe they do, maybe they don't. But the thing is that the conversations they have are basic conversations about, you know, coldness, about being alone. Yeah. But and the thing is, is that she is not so much... Um, not submissive, like oh, she's Taoist. not submissive. No, right. no. And I think that's the difference is that 
he doesn't want to always lead the conversation, and that's where it's kind of like a different thing that I don't think he's ever experienced, that someone that of his caliber has met someone that's above him. That's true. I, I agree. I, I think um, Ramona's character, and I, I, I do love her character. Yeah. Uh, and I, again, I watch this again. All of her dialogue, the delivery, the acting, it's probably just, it's just a girl that, uh, that knows who she is. Right. She's just trying to find a way through this world. Right. You know, and, and she, she, she chooses to go out with Scott Pilgrim. I don't know why. We don't know why, but sometimes that just happens. You're just lucky. Very much so. You know, and, yes. and you don't understand it. Oh, that's a nice shot. Um, yeah. But you don't have to understand it. The thing is, you are blessed with the attention of this girl, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I like, in a weird way, that Scott Pilgrim, fine, you want to go out with Mona Flowers, you break up with Knives Show, now you have to fight for her. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, even though I've never quite been able to master that in my real life. <laughs> fight? Wait, can't we just get along? No, you have to fight. It's Fight Club. Wait, you're not supposed to say Fight Club. There's no such thing as Fight Club. No, well, I... I you just, God damn it, <laughs> you're out of the club, Gene. Now I'm never going to have hair. And, and I just and I just realized seven X's on this. Yeah. What did you just realize? Yes. Is that uh, her skating in ice mm-hmm. with rollerblades? That's not doable. But she melts the ice. With what? Her powers. Her power. Her mind powers. The power of her character. That works. She's <laughs> super cool. She makes the ice look warm. That's Global how hot warming. she is. <laughs> And Kenner plays Stacy Pilgrim, I think, uh, who's younger than Scott. Yeah. At 18. Oh, has that ever happened? Hey, I'm going to you, but this is my current girlfriend. Yep. So embarrassing, these situations. Well, again. When we were much younger. Yes. Back in high school. Yeah, when this is all confusing. And uh, what's his name? Brian Lee. Miller Lee's artwork is on the designs there. Very cute. (laughs) The funny thing to me is the way this is very much filmed like a B grade kung fu movie. Yes, many times. Many times. The line delivery and everything. Right. Oh, it's hysterical. Which I think that's what helps carry the movie more so than the. Well, the, it's the, half a fighting movie. Yeah, basically what that is in a romance movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. I love this. Movie. That was great, guys. <laughs> So it's a couple of notes and you're done. <laughs> Abstract musical theater. Yeah. It works. Whatever. 
Which is kind of like, you know, with poetry, it's like if you don't know how to do it, you think the, the very minimal of work will have enough residence to carry that this short song. You don't need to sing the whole thing. You just need that one line. <coughs> but then again... Well, like Andy Kaufman's Here I Come to Say the Day performance? On basically, SNL. yes. <laughs> this is funny to me. Oh no. <laughs> is a nightmare. Yeah. That's where we are now. So you know. I, I, I love the It's like, we have to play now. I had an ex talk to my back then uh, wife before we were around where we were dating, mm -hmm. giving him, giving her tips about me. <laughs> I'm like, why are you listening to her about, you know, Things that we do, or things that you should be aware of. It's like I don't I'll ever want them to talk together. No. Compare notes. We're, we're building a future <laughs> over here, not right. not over there. With so here are the cliff notes to yeah. Montgomery. So the Sex Bombs are singing their song now about garbage trucks. It's not mm. a bad song. Which again, I listened to the the soundtracks, both the the score and the songs, through Hoopla. So another plug for the library. I love that young Neil is kind of a groupie. Knows mm -hmm. all the songs, knows everything that's going on. Doesn't have anything else to do. Eventually, she'll break up the band. <laughs> Wallace is getting designs on Sharon's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which in this day and age, it's... It's I, okay. It's, it's all right. It's very progressive. It's fine. Back yeah. to the time, it's like, that's a little weird. But no, it, it happens. It works out. Yeah. This <laughs> is where a movie becomes fun. For you, yes. For um, me. <laughs> I agree. Uh, again, I don't think that... that Michael Sarah is, is that menacing a figure, but it doesn't matter because you, you're in a video game now. Right. <laughs> and I love the way he just said, what's happening? It's Wallace that tells him, fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just goes over the, over the top. This, is, uh, this, this whole air thing is filmed like a Bollywood musical, which is... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you can fly? What? <laughs> sure. Finish him! Not yet. He's got powers. I love the verses. Yes. <laughs> See, that's the kind of thing that I'm like... 
how long do we get into this? This is like about half an hour into the movie. Well, you gotta you gotta introduce the characters. I know, I know, I know. And the setup, and you think is that you still don't know about the evil exes yet, right? You're like, why is he being attacked by this guy? Hey, did you just flash the OK sign? Well, no. white nationalists. Wow. <laughs> yeah, these fight scenes are amazing. And the looks of confusion, <laughs> the cuts from everyone is, is great. It really makes the movie for me. <laughs> Go, Michael Sarah Stuntman. That's hysterical. The, the shot with the yeah. glass breaking and the glass actually falling the scene. Great detail. <laughs> this random commentary on <laughs> costuming. But they were, but now Johnny Depp's broke. <laughs> it's a fluffy shirt. Puffy shirt. And then the spotlight, which is... <laughs> so stream of consciousness. And then we cut back to the graphic novel. They kissed once. Once. One finger. Yeah. Kind of sexy, but They're talking in their minds. Hmm. <laughs> Can you read my mind? Can you hear the thoughts that I'm And I'm then thinking? the coins. Oh, that's great. Yes. <laughs> and some trivia. It's 240, and then uh, Ramona gives them some change, and that's exactly how much it took to ride the, I think, the bus in Toronto at that time. Okay. So the amount is correct, which is cute. Thirty-five cents. Yeah, so <laughs> two seventy-five. Great. And sex bomb continues on their front. Goofy girl. 
No, yeah, it's defeat, defeat. Not boyfriends, exes. Yes. Hence, more than male. <laughs> so much confidence. Why does she have so much confidence? And the, the Seinfeld thing, they had to yeah. get the rights for this. This is cute. And again, Wallace gives good advice here. Yeah. So Seinfeld jokes though. Oh jeez. <laughs> Laugh track. Oh. Oh, the garlic bread. Yeah. I love garlic bread. I <laughs> love <laughs> he turns the laugh track off and decides to click. <laughs> he always likes knives. It's like I can't believe they got Chris Evans in this movie. Well, I, mean, he, uh, he, 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 I don't know if he, they started doing the Avengers, the Captain America stuff yet. This is, uh, again, 2011. It might have been thereabouts. Yeah. Because uh, Iron Man came out in 2028. So, no, 2008. Okay, so it was. Let me check. So, right after or the right thereabout? Uh, 2011. So, his career was just starting. Yeah. This is creepy, but I love it. Mm. God! Well, they just call it food. I know, it's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> or fun. Fine. It's fine. We're the old the age of it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, while I was looking for the uh I gotta find something to, for her not to like me. That, you know, that's so not coming out and just say I need to break up with you. No, I need to find an excuse. Oh, there's the loophole. Sorry, I gotta close it. So sad. Uh... Oh. <laughs> the heartbroken. Why are the Asians always heartbroken? <laughs> 
And so this, this is, I don't know, is this evil? I think this might, he feels guilty, but then he thinks about Ramona. And it's kind of like, yeah, well, I don't know. A day of reflection. Uh, uh, well, and then building towards the future. This will show up again later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nanu, nanu. No, no, no nanu, nanu. <laughs> Anywho, hmm. I'm not going to throw Ramona out of my bed because of blue hair or purple hair. The blue herring. No, it's a red herring. Sorry. Well, purple and blue makes brown. I don't know. You know, those are my parts. Yeah, that's great. So, like many loves, many of our loves at that time, you know, we may have grown up, played together, like, as soon as you get a girl, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. You gotta move. It's important. I might get laid. Yeah. Could get kisses. Yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, he becomes this whiny pee. Man, child. Well, and that's but that's the character. No, I know. I but um, there is a scene coming up that he is complaining, and then his head is on the refrigerator, but he's spilling right, out the yeah, letters. Yeah, everything so, sucks. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I'm like, okay, that's funny. And I was like, you didn't make him as as bad as he was before. I mean, he's just trying to find his way. He, he, he's not a character of death. Of right. Depth. I'll give you that. Right. He's not. A, he's not a philosopher. He's just no simpleton. Scott Simpleton Pilgrim. <laughs> the song. I like the way the movie has repetitive themes that keeps keep coming back, mm. and based out of music, which is great. So what do you think about these about these quieter scenes, the romantic scenes, the scenes with the band? Are they all right? Because they're not the fighting thing, but they still develop the character slightly, but in a very slow way. And maybe that's the problem you have with this film. Yeah. 
it's it's it, it tries to <clears throat> not so much distract you, but like those moments mm-hmm. where you have the drawings. But, but it's still funny. <laughs> but it's it's not as if that was done all the very beginning. This popped up at the very right here and there, here and there. So it's not consistent in that sense. It's it's not like he's having inner thoughts and having that voice pop up. So, so the inconsistency of this you don't like. Yeah, this is this, yeah. This is where things kind of slow down because it's like again the romance between Scott Pilgrim and Ramona, as you noted, is perfect. He doesn't have a whole lot of substance. Right, he doesn't, but she does. And sometimes you need that to balance out, and it'll work. But it's her choice. Right. But then the question is, do you think they end up together and married with kids? Probably not. This is just a no. But then it's a small romance. You, you want to feel that you're you're able to level up. But then when you realize you don't really have much, like, I don't think at the end of the day, he gains anything being with Ramona. Oh, she's the most interesting person that he knows, and, and she's, he's the nicest guy that she's, she's gone out with. Right. This is hysterical. <laughs> and then with the neck. Yeah. Boom, boom. Love <laughs> that. Thank you, Chris Evans. This is a really good fight scene. I really it like is. this. I can not a problem with the fight scenes. These are the, this, these are the moments. Overall, I, the problem. I'm like, I wait, I wait. Here it is, finally. It's a nice moment. This is hysterical. Yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> Now, ninth grade is the beginning of high school. Huh? Ninth grade is the beginning of high school. Yeah, now. Yeah. Back when we went out there, it wasn't. It was yeah, tenth ninth grade. grade, it would be like, that's the world. You're you're in, like Flynn. But looking back, I'm like, that, you might as well be in preschool. I like this. He's just funny. He doesn't, I don't think he really has yeah. anything against Scott Pilgrim. I think he just signed up for the evil exes thing. Like, he seems nice. Like, All right, cool. These stunts, these visual effects are amazing to me. <laughs> Scott, Evil X fight. So you know what to do. Here it comes. And it came true for him. Oh. Or is Chris Evan an A-lister now, would we say? Now? Uh, I would say a B plus. He, he, he. Bigger than Harry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so much bigger. <laughs> Just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He can direct. He's got but, more talents. But Henry Cavill is going on a different point. You know, he's getting a series on Netflix, playing Witcher and all that. Fun yeah, because well, he had to. Right. They wouldn't give him but any money. Chris Evans is, is just about the Captain America stuff. So. Oh, he's a Snowpiercer. Yeah, but those are like smaller movies that it's just like he hasn't had much of anything else to do. He's had the, the smaller movies that didn't do well, but mm-hmm. it was just like, eh, we'll see. <laughs> These are actually his stunt doubles. Yeah. <laughs> and this over the top fight again. Yeah. What I was thought is like he's fighting uh, Madrox, multiple man. Yeah. 
Bad Drax. So again, I don't mind Scott getting the crap beat <laughs> out of him at this point because I hate this guy. I really don't like him. So I'm like, yeah, beat him. You don't beat him hard. Like Scott Pilgrim. I mean, I I like Ramona Flowers. I just want Ramona to be happy. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, even then, I'm like, Ramona, seriously, you, you, you can, can do, do so much better. No, I have to be in this movie. I'm tied to this character. And that's the thing. I don't think it, it, it works in that sense. Oh, it's fine. You're too critical. It just It's just a movie. Just I know it's a in. movie. But if I was going, again, I want to feel like I'm Scott. I want to feel his emotions. No, right. Scott's a, a lunatic. He's I an idiot. I know, but again, the thing Simpleton. is, there are plenty of movies in which you are the, the, the protagonist, and you know that you feel this with the character going for the thing that he wants. You feel so much more connected to that movie. I understand that, but you're simply on this journey. You're like, you know, I mean, what are you, Bilbo Baggins? Are you, are you Sam Wise Gamgees? Actually, I have more to do, more similar things with Sam than I do Bilbo, but I... Just personally speaking, I'm not... Well, if you enjoy the concept of walking, <laughs> you walk. know what it's like to walk a very long time. Come to time. New Zealand. <laughs> Here's a commercial for it on the DVD. Wait, what? I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I get that you want to relate, but this is just fun for me. Well, that's the thing. It, it's the fun part, but then when that's over, that's where it goes back to. But for me, also, this, this movie isn't just about Scott Pilgrim. It's about teamwork. It's about friendship. You know, it's about working together. And that's, that's a lot of what, why I like this movie. Because throughout this film, his friends hold him together. Uh, which I'll, I'll point out as, yeah. as we go. Sure. You know. But that's why I really like this movie. Even though I don't care that much for Scott Pilgrim, fine. He's our current protagonist. Fine, I'll follow your story. You know what I mean? But the thing is, it's not just, you are not just you. You are you and your friends and the people that you love that support you. And Scott Pilgrim, oddly, someone's always got his back. Yeah, I get it. You make your choices, you know, but then your friends are there to help you up, throw you back in the game and what have you. But but you do your personal growth alone, which happens a lot in this. Because he comes up with all these solutions on his own. So you've got to be at least somewhat intelligent to get through this life. Wow. <laughs> wow. Killed at a distance. And this coin's down there, too. <laughs> Just... And there it is. Oh, I hate making these insecure calls. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's me, Gene. Yeah. We we met right. last night. Remember, yeah, there's the famous fridge scene. <laughs> uh, Wallace's advice still good. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think too. <laughs> Now, would you have dialed that number? Maybe back in 2011, <laughs> if I had free f- phone planning. But I, I, I don't, I don't call numbers like that, even though it's fun sometimes. Because everything was, you know, five, five, five. 
five five. Five there's, five. There's some there's a fact about this somewhere in IMDB. I'll look yeah. it up later. Like the number for uh the call that oh what eight six seven nine three oh nine whatever that's seven five three oh nine. Right. Yeah. It was for NASA. Mm, no, I, I think NPR does interview sometimes does interview the person who had that number. Yeah. Okay. And she tells stories and it's kinda cute, but whatever. <laughs> this is great. It's Brie Larson. Ooh. She's playing like a bad version of Jessica Rabbit here. Ish. So pre Captain Marvel, many years before Captain Marvel, pre Rue. <laughs> this is hysterical. This <laughs> is. <laughs> So much physical comedy. And there's seven deadly X's in that shot. I have three favorite lines of this movie. This is one of them. She has the power of Batman. I would thought more Nightcrawler, the mm, Bam. Yeah, but that's good. But the thing is, again, three three initials, three path. Yeah, this okay. is the third one. Yeah. This, yeah, this cursing, that this is almost why they got an R rating for this, but they had to bleep it out so they, they could keep the R rating, uh, the the PG thirteen rating.
So if you had a girl like Ramona and you had that kind of situation that you find out like, oh, you got some baggage on you. Would you stop at this point or you just... No, you know, no. I keep going. Keep going. Because uh, part of the, the whole love thing is the winning of the person. It is about the fight. It is about the challenge. The, and, and although uncomfortable and uh, the insecurity is so terrible, the, the, it is in the fight. That's, that's how you get there. That's how you get personal growth. Right. Through, through doing things you've never done before. You find different levels of uh, confidence, I think, overall. It's been a long time, and yet getting back into that game again soon may have to go through the whole thing again mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of different issues. Yeah. Because now at our age, everyone's got baggage. Yeah. But in this case, it's he's such a blank slate. He is. You're right. Um, this is something that's only brand new. It's like, no, he's just going through it. But if that happens to us right now, like, uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like, no, tag me out. I like the way you, you don't want to talk about some things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the past. It hurts. Everyone has the same stories. Now, don't you think if being that Ramona would be more of an adult in this situation, that she, she would be able to... I mean, she moved away for numerous reasons. Right. But to have the exes not be mentally in her life again. But the thing is that that goes to the seventh uh, evil ex, Gideon. He arranged all this. So it's, it's from him, the latest, and then he gets her back for a while towards the end of the movie, and then there's the big confrontation fight. Right. So it's, it's a little weird. I don't know. So, I mean, the other aspect, too, if we want to put this in terms of comic books, is that Bane released all the inmates from right, Arkham right, Asylum. Right. Weakened the Batman weak down. And then went to his bat cave and broke his back. Right. <laughs> he's totally exhausted. Mostly and physically is like, ah, what the So funny. <laughs> Poor Knives. Knives' role in this movie is really underwhelming, but it's so... You need her there. Yeah. And if I noticed that the Astro Boy t-shirt that he's wearing, too. Yeah. This is funny to me. This scene... And then she colors her hair. Yeah, but I, I remember this moment because she's having this moment where she's struggling with like this awareness thing. Like, I didn't even know there's good music till like two months ago. And the quiet, nice best friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know how hard that is to text on those devices. <laughs> boats, yeah. when they have those three letters per number. 
The high point of technology. Well, that's why you abbreviate. (laughs) (laughs) Bar now. I love that. Alcohol helps everything. It really does. I wouldn't know. I know. But I do. Yes, you do. (laughs) You do for the both of us. Although for the 200s, I think I would have taken the opportunity to celebrate. We still may. Oh, well, yes. When we release this, hopefully on that Friday that we're leaving out of town, that you guys hearing this, that will be some bar up in Orlando partaking of spirits. <laughs> Not keep, booze. Keep your spirits high. Not Raise those booze. glasses. Yeah. Or something that's within walking distance to the hotel. That's not a problem. This line. And he's wearing the Zero shirt because he's the Zero boyfriend. I wish he didn't say pee time. No. (laughs) Because. (laughs) Those social justice words. And then it's then this song. This song is only available on the soundtrack. It's <laughs> now a strange musical interlude. But it's uh, all right. Yeah, but it's Brie Larson. Yeah. With long hair. And someday she'd grow up to be someone great. (laughs) (laughs) And Brandon Routh. Yeah, what are you going to (laughs) do? Which... He wasn't doing anything. (laughs) Just... um, when did Superman Returns come out? Because I think it might have been either I think it came out right after I mean before this if I remember correctly. And I was just like oh my god, you know, a Superman doing another movie that's not a Superman movie. <laughs> 2006. 2006. So four yeah. years before this. Yes. But he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> So funny. Knives is so naive and so sweet. This line is just funny to me. This is my second favorite line of the movie coming up. 
That's not my favorite line. This line. <laughs> Love that line. Put the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> this is so Asian, so. Again, fantastic moment that he has this defense. And and every villain is different. Yes. Got different powers, different abilities. A much better villain than he was as Superman. Sadly true. <laughs> I don't care if they can shoot bullets at your eyes. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, you're only at... X number three. No, it's okay. We could get. I know. Uh, five and six together. Right. I think this is very progressive to say veganism, but I'm like, I yeah. don't care about this, but it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's clever in how he was able to defeat him. Mm -hmm. And simplest thing, he doesn't even realize. <laughs> uh, and this is my favorite fair line of the movie I love that line <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why A slut? No. Okay. A kissing slut. A kissing slut. Right. Because she's never slept with anyone. And there's always been like... And yet, no, I don't know if she's never slept with anyone because she offers sex. Like I, I choose to change my mind about the sex later, maybe. Yeah. So she's had sex. She's been around. But I'm um, assuming after high school. Yeah. Not in high school because everyone she's, either, she's been with up to this point, she's been kissing. Again, great character growth for her. Just a few lines of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> this line. When you have to explain your insult, it, it's yeah. like explaining a joke. That's just... She does. Ah, <laughs> uh, those powers again. Yeah. I love, I love the way that the band's like, <laughs> we're going to go. See you later. <laughs> That's a great, a great aside in my mind. <laughs> hey, it's that Final Fantasy baseline. There you go. 
I love the the set the set design on this. It's great. The cups are amazing. This is really a cool film, Hutz. I don't understand why you can't enjoy this. Again, and not all of it wins me over. Not all of it Scenes, has to. I know, but this is the stuff that I'm like, look, what are the things like with any sequences that you're waiting for, like a Godzilla movie? Mm-hmm. You're not going to have your Godzilla fight throughout the movie because it becomes less special. So you have little bits and pieces, and the last 20 minutes, there's your Godzilla piece. Here, even though I enjoyed the sequences, after a while, that's all it was about was getting to the next fight. And, and, and just waiting until that happens, just like, come on. I don't know. For, for me, because I, I admit, I, watching this last night, I had some trouble adjusting to it. Because mm-hmm. it's so basic. Right. You know? But I remember being a basic kid. Again, you have to remember, Scott's only 22. And I was chosen only 17. You know what I mean? And back then, you were... You were barely formed. You barely understood any of this. <coughs> and you would make potential connections like that. Friends back then were friends. You know no, no, I, mean? I know. They, they, they're the ones that will, will always have your back-ish. Right. And during, that, <laughs> during that time frame right. in, in, the, in the past, we're friends forever. You believe that. No, I know. And I think because, you know, we're in a different point in our lives that I'm, it, it's just more like, come on, you should know better. Or at least, like, get... Like if you look back at your moments when you, at yourself, and it was like you know that now, but back then. The only thing with this movie for me is like if the characters didn't learn from from the situations, then I'd be angry. Right. And then I would understand not liking this movie. But everyone pretty much kind of learns from this, except Scott. Right. Knives learns. Ramona learns. You know more about themselves and who they are. Scott, not so much. But then I think Scott's like this blank canvas of which you can project your own ideas, right? Which you don't like. Well, it, it just, again, if it's going to be the kind of blank slate that it's going to be me to be in this movie, it, it doesn't work in that sense. Right. You were never this naive. You were never right. this foolish. Right. You know, but the thing is, like, this is a comedy. And Scott's character, as you've read in the, in the, the graphic novel, is he's just, he's just a, a simpleton. Again, just, you know, uh, an any man kind of character. Yeah. But very, very devoid of personality and stuff. <laughs> <It's us. laughs> oh, this joke. I like the headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's pretty fair. I like that. Yeah. And even she grows a little bit. And there's your moment that you could have that. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's moved on. Ramona's cooler.
<laughs> Great. Uh, bye, Brie. <laughs> I like the way he's holding a Coke Zero. And I like this part. This part, Ramona and Scott are actually trying to form a team. Mm-hmm. And, and this weird arguing, it happens every time in every relationship you have. Like, I don't know what you want to do. You want to go? I don't know. I'll go. I don't care. Now, what's interesting is that in, in past relationships, you have your friends, your core, mm-hmm. and you date someone that's outside of that group. Mm-hmm. How hard is it for them to be open to that extra person coming in? It's extremely hard. It is. Because unless they have something that there's they can a four, lynch on There's a big four on the thing here. Yeah. So unless there's something they can lynch on to, that girlfriend's going to be but, out. But, or but it's your responsibility to introduce that, you know, to make it real if it's going to happen. But, but yeah, it's, it's but tough. Then, so there's a, yeah, you don't have anything in common. Right. It's strange. And then you're going to have resentment, too. Because of like, well, they're stealing my time with him or her. Yeah, but I love her. Like, no, Gene, you don't. It's a phase. Like, right. no, but you don't know things we've shared. She's a different person when, when she's not with you. And you right, whatever. exactly. You're like, oh, my God, jeez. And this, this, so, yeah, you hurt her. You <laughs> Thanos? <laughs> the Chitari? <laughs> Read the graphic novel now by Brian Lee O'Malley. <laughs> Available oh, Amazon. so he's not a flat earther because he's at the curvature of the earth. So that's good. That's very progressive with this movie. That's fine too. I like that. I don't even know what I like anymore. It's great. This is my favorite fight scene. I love this fight scene because they have to work together. Right. <laughs> Four letters. It's great. Love that. <laughs> Love that. These lines. <laughs> so I think this is really hot, and yet yes. it's not her. It's like Asian acrobats. <laughs> it's all right. No. Now, <laughs> were there any action figures for these? Uh, there's a Funko Pop figure. There's some Dorbs. Yeah, but there I don't is, like those. There's a really expensive uh, animated figure you can get for like $90. With the, the Ramona Flowers with yeah. the hammer, the bag with Scott Pilgrim's head sticking out of it. It's cute, but it's, it's, it's not like this. It's very right. comic book based on the video game. Ah, <laughs> uh, shot. <laughs> Just, I like the music of this. This is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And again, a lot of the things that I find uh, as appealing, like watching Wonder Woman, is like seeing women fight. 
you know, fight well, fight well, <laughs> and because it's always been kind of like a, a man's point of view, and when a woman gets it, she always gets smacked around, and then off she goes, you know. But here, there's a whole sequence of her fighting. I love <laughs> this line. I like this delivery. It's great. It's mm -hmm. so strong. And I like this so much. <laughs> so weird. God, so martial artsy. Eh, go. <laughs> It smells like brimstone. Yeah. Yeah, that's very Nightcrawler-ish. Yeah. From X-Men 2? Yeah. <laughs> Was that a sexual prowess joke? I don't know. It kind of... You'll never be able to do this. Yeah. And then she explodes in the... Yeah. yeah. Plethora of coins and... <laughs> it, it's Scott is actually being a dick here. I really just. Well, uh, in fairness, up to this point, he's been doing nothing but work, trying to like deal with all this, mm -hmm. and <coughs> as opposed to Scott, like, I just want some information. You know, what am I dealing with? Because like, it was right. one thing after another, after right, another, right. after another. I'm like. Sure, I would need a drink by the fourth villain <laughs> that I have to fight. So I, I get hit it. A girl. Yeah, you made me hit a girl too. You made <laughs> so that's where I was like, you at that age, you put up with it. Yeah. You would keep on going. But at a certain point in, you know, as you get older, you're like, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, that's too that. much work. Yeah. <laughs> I have to walk all the way over there? No. <laughs> Can't you go get it for me? <laughs> So, I like the, the movie's actually picking up its pace here. There's more fighting now, so it's just one fight after another. It's a little slow in the beginning, I'll give you that. Yeah. But now it's just fight after fight after fight. Right. Um, the, the four and a half is supposed to be the Fantastic Four reference? No, not really, but just four. No, because it has a four and a yeah, half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Franklin Richards has a shirt that says four and a half. Right. It's really cute. Yeah. He's like, mommy. It's cute. Like, yeah. Kill him. Why? You want to not know that later on. <laughs> this, is, this is hysterical, too.
So this is where the movie really just it it, it really picks up the pace in my opinion. Because the important thing for me is is how the band sticks together as a team. I really mm. like that. <laughs> and again, great, great advice. Good friends, mm -hmm. you know. I don't care, but... <laughs> the Kananaga twins do not speak any English. They were difficult to direct. <laughs> not that that matters. I love the way they build the, the tension in this. Mm -hmm. It's like a Voltron episode. <laughs> There's holes in the moon. That's a yeah. thing of the graphic novel. So nice playback from the beginning mm -hmm. with their, the energy that they create. Right. And when, well... I love the way they stand together, though. I love that. And that, that look of determination of, mm -hmm. you know, this is a, it's a battle. And when this happened in the movie theater, I was like, wow, Edgar Wright is full of imagination. To visualize this, yeah. take it beyond physical, you know, one character versus another, to manifest right. musical creatures and energy... That's freaking amazing. Just so creative. And and I like this, the, the motivation. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. What? Kind of moment like, what? <laughs> oh, that little sound effect was from Flash Gordon. Uh, when Ming lights up his ring to turn. Or mm -hmm. that's, I'm assuming that's where that's from. Cause I, Again, this is full of pop culture yeah. references. There's so many. You can't count them all. I love this. <laughs> Come on, this is just you know. Again, this is know. this is the moments that I'm like, oh yeah, I get, I, this. I get this, I get I, this. I, I love this, this sequence. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is like, let this movie be all about this. But I'm like, it, it's taken a, a while to get to. I this mean, point. for the, for me, this movie, when I'm in a bad mood, I've had a lousy day. You know, I don't want to think. Uh, I, I'm I'm open to easy laughs, right. and stupid humor. 
and amazing special effects. I watched this movie mm. because this this will this will make me feel slightly better because there is a victory. The hero does win. Right. You know? No, I get it. I get it. That's an icon from the video game. Okay. Scott Pilgrim. Right. That's the line I liked. Get what are you life. doing? Smacks it. I'm getting a life. Which is great. Yes. I like that too. First time I ever saw it. Yeah. I also featured in Ready Player One, but right. no. Scott Pilgrim did it first. Right. And it delivers much better. Yes. That, it carries over much yeah. better. And I, li I like the way that the, the narrative with knives here, you're not sure. And even then, I don't think they were sure how they were going to end the movie. Yeah. So it's nice to have this backup scene, kind of like. Yeah, I get that. That I get. Because that's a lot. I'm not saying that's me exactly, but you may think that I look cool and, and, and like got my shit together, mm -hmm. but that's a defensive thing. Right. It's an illusion. It's not real. Right. Behind, I'm like, uh. Right. You're not going to know that because that's the illusion I'm creating. Right. You only see what I want you to see. Right. Because I have this much self-control. Inside, I'm just like everyone else. I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. I'm vulnerable. Yeah. But I want to show it. But this is so interesting to me. I love the way Gideon's like, that's the bad news. But here, I'm going to give you something. Mm -hmm. yeah, but then he can't leave it alone later right. on. Pee. <laughs> 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 that's the third, the second reference to P, which I'm trying to fight right now. Really? Yeah. You, you, got, you got a while. You got like 20 minutes. I know. I'm going to make it through. I believe in holding the pee back. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. See, now you're getting the big cup of soda, aren't you? That, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get one of those this morning. And I'm going to fill it back up. <laughs> you're going to fill it up and let it overflow. In the park. Fill the cup, let it overflow. Yeah. Let it flow. Overflow. Let it flow. Wow. Now, I have no idea how much time happens between this scene and the, the next All right, so they signed a contract. Mm -hmm. Sex Mom's got a contract. See, he's monologuing. Yeah, well. So this, okay, so how much time takes between this and the next big fight scene? I'm guessing a series of weeks. The thing is that, as it's revealed later, right, Gideon has put a mind control chip on the back of Ramona's head. Mm. To which I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know this is probably like something that Brian Lee O'Malley is not thinking about, but I'm like, that's tragic. Yeah. There could be terrible things going on. And she could still love Scott and want to be with him, but she's been kidnapped. Which is weird, mm -hmm. but it's a side note. Because 
what is, what, what is this? It's like, we have Anna Kendrick. Just put her in a few scenes. All right. You've walked in a friend, lived together with friends, and walking while they're with someone? No. You're a lucky man. No, I... I I, I always walk in after the fact. I know something happened. Or I was told that something happened. But I never walk in on someone. I, I did walk in on one of my friends one time. They were visiting me. And they were in the living room. Because that's where we put them. They were there. And I opened the door. And then there were screams. There were noises. I immediately turned around. My friend got dressed, came out and just laughed. <laughs> so embarrassing. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. Uh, these times... But you see, I talked to you about that. <laughs> this is Wallace just digging mm. that knife. He didn't have to do this. It would have been fine. Exes <laughs> in Texas? No. Yeah. Back in the days when you can have phones, landlines. I would double not those laces. Just in case. I love the way this feels like a video game. It's just fun. <laughs> Millennial jokes. All right, we'll go with it. It looks so soulless. Mm. They're all prisoners. It's mm -hmm. sad. <laughs> so at least the setup for this finale works and it, it, it has this great tense moment yeah I, I love and it's perfect i like the way he's trying to be nice but he's a dick you know mm -hmm. like oh well you know that's jason sportsman yeah <laughs> <laughs> just uh, yeah you can't I 
And I like this because this is a, a common mistake. Oh. <laughs> this common mistake is not enough. I'm doing it for love. That's nice. In the idealistic world. <laughs> this is an amazing fight scene. Mm -hmm. And I got to give it to Edgar Wright. The shots, the shots, the cutaways are great. So again, it, there, there's, it, it's not a matter of these sequences are not fun. They, no, are. they are. They're yeah. they're fantastic, and it has a fantastic energy that most of his movies have. I mean, Baby Driver has a, a full level of excitement with its graphics, um, like a whole sequence when uh, Baby is getting coffee and a song is playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Those are the kind of things that, like, creatively, like it just sings to you. And, you know, these great action sequences also have their own rhythm, and it's fantastic. In a world of video games, it's just done so perfectly well. I just wish that all that energy and, and, and focus that he does for each sequence is also paid off with the character, at least a little more development. And again, I know, like you say, it's a comedy, it's, it's a no-brainer, and you go with it, but... <laughs> Not his appearance yeah. is great. Talking so Asian theaters. <laughs> these, these catchphrases. Yes. I everything she says is just like mm -hmm. really what's Like the way, like these are two people I'd never imagined in a fight sequence ever. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> Just. This is a growing point, and it's a hard mm -hmm. one. Date, <laughs> mm. date. I remember when I saw the theater, I was like, oh my God, where is this going? 
<laughs> I have no idea. Oh my god. <laughs> That's why you get a cheat code. <laughs> I got to this level many times. I'm going to complete this. Can I continue? Is this like Dragon's Lair? <laughs> I, have, I have more coins in my pocket. Well, this only happens in the Mindscape, I guess. I'm not sure this is real, then. Because this could all be his imagination. Or the fact that he was dead. And he's imagining this other life. Right. That, and this, this also makes relationship logic. Sad relationship logic. Mm. She's a fembot, baby. <laughs> you did. Ah, clues. Oh. Like that great Next Generation episode. Yeah, but it, it it's not as if the person you needed to be with was the person that you left. Because even though Knives does fight, it's more about revenge, about you saw my boyfriend, not I'm going to protect him. Right, right. It's, it's very possessive. So. Start again. Take two. <laughs> I like this is fast. Saves yeah. time. Right. Cut to it. Back to the fight scene. All right, like normal. Like I know how the scene's going to play out. Go, 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 go. Keep going. But the reactions are different, which is yeah. great. I like that. Right. Passing the torch. This is great. I like this. This is sweet. It's so sweet. <laughs> Best reason ever. <laughs> like Self-respect. Level up. It's mildly educational. It's yeah. great. And the change yeah. is great. I <laughs> We amped up the music. <laughs> Everything's happening a lot faster. Again, love this. Jeez. 
And now I have no idea where the narrative is going to go. Edgar, what do you think? What do the test audience to say? Yeah. So in that case, you wouldn't have gone either way. If you were cheated with each other, mm -hmm. you shouldn't get back with either one of them, or they shouldn't go back with you. It's up to them whether they forgive you or not. Wow. Which is, which is in the end what happens in this movie. Hmm. You know, again, there's alternate endings. And it, I think it ends okay with this. Because they, they, originally, uh, the original ending had, had him with Knives Cho, and the audiences didn't like that. So they, they switched it around. You, it's on the, the, the DVD. And this is great. At this point, you think, yeah, it's going to be Knives Joe and Scott Pilgrim because they're doing right. the flashback to the Dance, Dance Revolution right. thingy. Marty's <laughs> just standing there. Like, yeah, hey. and it makes more perfect sense for them to be together because of the sequence. It does, it does yeah. Because it's a bookend. They play together and they know each other's rhythm, so that's where... Yeah, but an American guy ending up with an Asian girl? I don't know. Does that work? I mean, it did in Vietnam, but no. So, oh, it's terrible. Wow, Gene. <laughs> really? I've never worn blackface. No, that's terrible. <laughs> Isn't that the beginning of Miss Saigon? Or Madam Butterfly? Madam Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? We're getting off track here. <laughs> Oh, bad, yeah. I can't Back hit slap. girls. <laughs> See? Fantastic sequence. <laughs> so if you're a, con uh, a video game nerd this is exactly what you want to see did you play a lot of these games growing up yeah i did okay um and two-player combinations were right so it, it has a lot of the good feels oh god damn it Bruce. shut up <laughs> Scarecrow. Uh. Poisonous gas. Yeah. Super coins. I love that. Wow. Mm. 
<laughs> she knows. Women always know. It's <laughs> over. But wait, there's more. No, no, he's beat all the the, the League of Deadly Exes. Why, why do we have to fight <laughs> Negus? And I, I think at this point, I was kind of like, uh, I, I, I get this why point. this is going on, right? You, yeah, but it's going like you are your worst enemy, kind of thing, right? But like this moment here, it's like, no, no, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I thought it was funny. So th this is the ending. Came back for reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> There's the hat again. I love it. <laughs> it's a great continuous gag. See? Go back to my child. So she's the common denominator. She's the one with issues. Yeah, well, everyone has issues now. Yeah. The, the, I think the, the most important thing you can do is try and find something that will help you sort through it. It'll be there that, you know? Yeah. At least that's a, the middle age opinion I have. <laughs> so what do you think, Monty? Do you like this movie a little bit better? Uh, I don't hate it as much. I mean, I, I think I, I pointed out many issues that you also addressed about Michael Cera. It's not perfect, but it's it's a good movie, and it is a, it's kind of a okay. It's not a perfect coming of age movie, but it, it shows growth. Yeah, you know, not as much growth as you need, maybe, but yeah, this is weird. You, you, <laughs> because then oh, she nice. shows up the the level of maturity that's a little beyond her. Right, it's strange. It's yeah. strange. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm too cool for you anyway. Like, what? no. But the movie was about. It could have gone either way, honestly. Because the seventy four X's and the, and the whole yeah. again ability thing. I don't that, know that that look that Chuck is. No, you. Chow, Chow's adorable in this. You you definitely get swapped out. The legitimate surprise. I, I do love the ending of this. The, the countdown thing is great. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this movie is really smart. You know, and it, they didn't know how they were going to end it, and it ends this way. But it's... I know, it, to me, it, it points nostalgically to the past and a, a time of remembrance that I 
Yeah, I don't really want to remember so much because it's being a kid and so uncomfortable, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's one of my favorite films. I do like yeah. it a lot. Um, I would still disagree about the, the moment, about him going finally with Ramona, but, you know. It doesn't quite fit, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, it is what it is. Just look at the, uh, the other alternate endings anyway and choose that ending, and that'll be your this, ending. This has got a lot of commentary, too. A lot yeah. Of, but it, it, it's, for me, it is kind of a breakthrough film. I wasn't sure. I mean, yeah, Edgar Wright had done the Shaun of the Dead, which is great. He'd done mm. Hot Fuzz. And then he did this. And this was like, you, okay, you understand visual effects. Right. So then he did, I think, what, the, the third part of the Cornelio trilogy, which I can't remember the name of, something about the world turns, something. Oh, at World's End. At World's End. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm curious, what would you have done with Ant-Man? Yeah. We'll never know. Just like we'll never know what Lord and Miller's solo would have been like. These are the great questions now that we have right. of our generation. So, But aside from that, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, with all those movies, again, the, 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 the narrative of the main lead, that's your linchpin. And he had those going into a lot of these movies that if Baby Driver was not someone you cared about, you couldn't care about what his needs were. But Baby Driver was so important for Edgar Wright because he just lost the, the Ant-Man thing. Right. Because he was in a rut. Like, can you still do this again? Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. Clearly you can. You're so. still magical. You still have imagination. That's great. But, I mean, I don't know. So, not again, not one of my, I don't think, my top Edgar Wright movies, but it has enough elements that, like, oh, this is an Edgar Wright movie. Kind of like Brian De Palma doing the split screens or the slow-mo shots that... It's a very distinct style. So so has this movie moved up in your level? It leveled up. Yay! <laughs> That's all I was looking for. It went from zero to level one. <laughs> so Is it a Ready Player One? or is uh, it? A, uh, you, you just ruined it. Back to level zero. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> all right. So if you made it this long, wow, I'm really impressed that you made it this long. You didn't give up on us. Even though there's a lot of quiet time Ooh, towards the, the climax, I, I know. Like, <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> we don't want to ruin this for you, just in case you've been watching this. But here we are still talking, and the credits are still rolling. So we're going to be ending it soon because I have to go pee. <laughs> I've been holding two hours of pee. Yes, I am aware of this. <laughs> but uh, any final thoughts? No, I like this movie. I, and I, uh, congratulations on 200, oh, Monster. Uh, again, you've been a part of this, and you've helped... Um, define the voice for this podcast. Well, we hopefully we'll come up with new and creative things to do in the future. That'd be great. I hope so, too. And there is going to be the bonus video, which is the, the Build-A-Figure of Mantis <laughs> that I did. I'm looking forward to seeing that. And uh, It's about 15 minutes long, but I'm still going to put a uh, little finishing touches on it. Uh, and that one's going to be strictly on YouTube because it's video only. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it very much. And, uh, so you're not going to see me You'll, you'll see, see his hands. You'll see my hands. His meaty club, his, but, his meat hooks. <laughs> in the meantime, you can't see the trailer in which there's going to be more pictures of me in the trailer promoting the 200th episode. So um, hopefully when this is airing on the 22nd of February, Gene and I are out of town on a good occasion to celebrate the 200th, which happens to be the same time you need to leave town anyway. Yes, yeah, an escape man. <laughs> because it's, you know... Because you take care of your mom. Your sister's going to take care of her. Yes. Thank the Lord. 
Once so in a while, you need some respite time. We, we both need some time to get away. Some say some time to take a holiday from the ones that you love. No, no. <laughs> Hold me now. It's hard for you to say you're sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't want no, you, man. Mean, uh, you know, uh, after all that we've been through. <laughs> uh, no, okay, God. I know these lyrics. I all right. Just, so mm. aside from all that fun shenanigans, uh, seriously, take care of you. Take care of those around you because, you know, we only have this one life to lead. And, you know, we've been going through a lot of stuff that, you know, it, it's a transition in our lives. So I'm sure that if you're going through this, whatever that may be, that our podcast can bring some, some lightness and some fun uh, to your lives just as much as the podcast has been to our lives because this is our, our time to be together and share some fun time. So uh, remember to uh, follow me the various social networks. Please, you can always email us, goddammit, someone. Even if you think the show sucks, please take the time to let us know. That means a lot. It really does. Uh, so on that... Uh, that's it. The 200th episode of the Monster Sci-Fi Show is now officially done. So, thank you for listening to the Monster Sci-Fi Show podcast. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. I'm supposed to say good night, damn it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.